Hey, Wes. Hey, Brian. How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty well, man. Uh, bit of a busy day, bit of a busy week, to be honest. And I've got stuff popping off left and right, putting out fires, but uh, pretty good. Pretty eventful day. I'm uh, I'm healthy for the first time in a few weeks. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I feel pretty good. How are you? Um, doing okay. Doing okay. I was just imagining uh, what kind of world I wanted to live in. Um, like if I could choose between like, like an eight bit, sixteen bit, or like you know early three D thirty two bit worlds, like if everything got converted right now, you had to pick. What would you choose? Mm, one twenty eight. I would go back to the PlayStation One world. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's you know, where I live at anyway. That's fair. I I feel like maybe I would consist of fewer polygons, but. My 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 environments could still be pre-rendered, <laughs> so it might be okay. <laughs> no, it would have to at least be sixteen bit. I, I would I would have to at least have that three D layer, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know that that uh, illusion of depth, even if there were was no real depth. Some parallax scrolling to make your life a little bit more pleasant. Yeah, nice. Exactly. Excellent. Well, now that we get that out of the way, maybe we should start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and two eyes Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure. But you know what? We also like to give you oral pleasure. So make sure you tune into podcast services of your choice. You can check this thing out because our good friend Rypop uploads them there. Uh, also, if this thing's just too goddamn long for you, we understand it's too goddamn long for us too. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry puts timestamps into the show after the fact. You know why? Because they're amazing people. My name is Brian Powell from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here to my left, you're right, it's Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. What's up, Brian? I'm looking for spiders, man. I like. I feel like they're everywhere now. For real. For real. We're not getting... I, I feel like I've been traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yep. I uh, can hear, uh, I hear uh, violin music and stringed instruments just playing in my head right now. Oh my ding, God. Ding. I cannot wait to talk about this because it was not at all what I expected, Wes. Not at all what I expected. It, it was exactly what I expected, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it too. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, I can't. I I don't. I don't even know. Like I, I can't tell based on these conversations if we're on the same page about with this or not. But I guess you guys out there and me right here, we're just gonna have to wait. Wes, what the fuck is happening over on Virtual Strangers these days? Uh, how, how's how's life outside of the world of PSVR two? You gotta tell us, dude. I got a VR hangover from this weekend, man. There were so many games that came out in October, and we did our game of the month uh, on Sunday. And uh, I think that typically we have four or five nominations from each category. Um, this month we had 12 from PlayStation VR alone. Wow. Um, and yeah, and we played them all. Um, so yeah, it was, um, well, it, I, with the exception, there was one PC title we didn't play, which was, uh, NFL Pro Era 2, 
um, because I feel like I've already played that game, even though I have it. Um, when it was called NFL Pro Air One, but uh, man, played so many games this weekend, which was kind of a cool. It was a refreshing change, as I mentioned a moment ago. I've been sick lately. I haven't been playing much VR. Um, so it was nice to kind of get in over the weekend and just marathon through some of the new releases. And man, what a solid month October was! Pretty solid month. Um, you said how many? How many nominees did PSVR two have? Well, and that was only about half of uh, the actual amount of games that came out. There was something like twenty four or twenty five that that hit the store in October. Jesus, I guess. Uh, yeah, I know. And, and and that's and that's with a ton of games that got canceled or or not canceled but uh, delayed um, last yeah. minute and shit. So, wow, I guess we don't know how good we have it, Wes. Yeah, I guess some people certainly don't. But uh, yeah, it was a good month, and we got another good one coming. So, uh, Ace Gamer Cat, sorry, Ace Gamer, the Game Cat Turduck Kitten uh, with the thirteen thirty seven says hashtag BNGCH. If my brain worked better, I could tell you exactly what that meant. But this is the fun to uh, get Brian a uh, new Game Cat hoodie. I know I, 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 something's missing there. Something's wrong. But uh, but thank you very much. I do want to buy some of my own merch. Sadly, I pay the same amount that you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll get it, I swear. But but currently, this focus is uh, getting a kitchen sink for the first time in uh, in 12 months. So I'm actually very excited. It feels so grown up, Wes. I feel so grown up because today, you know, I saw what my kitchen sink looked like and uh, dudes like I'm putting in a dishwasher. I've never had a dishwasher in my life. Who, what, when, how did I become an adult overnight? Like I never cared about what my apartment looked like. I never cared about a kitchen. If you go a year without having a kitchen, suddenly you start caring about kitchen stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. I can see you now just looking at your new countertop like, man, this is pretty nice. Like, no, it's not. It's a countertop, bro. It's not really. <laughs> right? But it's so much nicer than not having a countertop. Because <laughs> get, that. getting down on all fours <laughs> to cook rice <laughs> means, <laughs> means I didn't cook rice very often this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to imagine congratulations on nearly uh returning to normalcy thank you thank you yeah by the end of next week apparently um so th things are things are coming together um dude we want to give a quick shout out here uh to one of our loyal game cats mads mazo vr game dude i think i got that right um uh, it's his birthday today and so in honor of his birthday also happy birthday uh he has a viewer takeover question, and I know you're going to love this, Wes. This is obviously custom tailored for a West Day episode because he's saying, hashtag viewer takeover, what are your most played songs and favorite mapping of a song on Beat Saber? He just wants to torture you well, on his birthday. That's what some people get their kicks from that. <laughs> well, I would imagine that my most played song on Beat Saber is whatever the first song is on Beat Saber. Um, like OST1? Yeah, whatever. Whatever the first thing <laughs> they throw at you to train you. I've probably played that one about five or six times. Uh, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't play Beat Saber. I play it a little bit. 
Um, I think the last time I played it was when they added the uh, like the campaign in. Uh, I played I played it for a little while around that time, but I haven't played it in well over a year, and uh, I don't miss it. Wow. So, uh, so I guess you got to fill me in on this. I believe when we got it on PSVR one, which was obviously later than everywhere else, we were asking for like two years, I think. When are we going to get Beat Saber? Are we going to get Beat Saber? Blah blah blah. It was like it was the Half Life Alex of its time. It was like that's the only thing people could talk about. And if you don't have Beat Saber, then it's not a true VR platform and all of this nonsense. Um, very glad we got it. However, I think when it came to PSVR one, it came with the campaign, and that might have been when it launched. They launched the campaign on all platforms when at the launch of the PSVR one. I could be wrong about that. I'm sure someone can correct me in the comments. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever played it on PSVR, to be honest. I don't think I have. I think I've only played it on other platforms. Um, sh shit. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm trying to answer his question, and I, and I just realized that I didn't... Uh, I did not prepare for this. Uh, anyway, uh, I think uh, to, to answer the question, um, I think my favorite track pack is uh, is the Imagine Dragons one, and I and I and I only say that not because oh Nick says I'm right about that. Thank you. Who knew uh, I was going to be right about something today? Um, the Imagine Dragons one. Uh, I didn't know Imagine Dragons prior to that. I th I don't think I'd even even heard the singles, uh, and so it turned out to be a band that I enjoyed. And on top of that, uh, was easy enough that gave me the confidence to really start going for Expert Plus, uh, the, playing Expert Plus on all of uh, all the other songs. Uh, and, and that's when I really, really, really got addicted to Beat Saber. I'd always played it a lot up until then, but that's when I really, really got into it and was like, I'm going to get good at this game. I need to get better than AJ. That didn't happen, but I got, I got pretty fucking good for a while there. Um... Yeah, and, and it had, had some good mappings too. I, I, what's what's the song that I'm trying to think of? While we're young, or or or, or something. Uh, but that that one I really enjoyed the mapping of, and and maybe somebody can help me out. I can't even remember the artist at this point, or, or what part, what pack it came with. Uh, so let's move on because I know Wes is tuning out by the second <laughs> here. <laughs> he's, he's he's already scheduling the Virtual Strangers live show. Um, dude, so. We get, we get news about so many games uh, today, in fact. I, I saw uh, Macha Macha Macha, the real estate procrastinating game cat in the chat, asking about WRC. Apparently, it's going to get uh, VR post-launch on PC, but they apparently it's not. PSVR 2 is not getting uh, any VR support, which is a little bit strange. Um, I personally just think yeah. we have to wait. That's what I think. That's another coat another Codemasters game is yeah, that correct i believe so yeah so yeah i think you're right um typically they do so many of these games and um and they've done so many of them on pc i think it's very low lift for them to release on, on pc vr I, I think they can probably get the, the implemented uh w with very little effort and time put into it at all um i think that once the PSVR 2 uh, player base uh, is a little bigger and it's a little more profitable. 
uh, we'll see them do the necessary work to uh, to bring these titles over. Most of these titles are perennial titles. They have a new version that comes out every year. So, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's just one of those things where we have to wait a little bit. And uh, and when it's worth it to them, they'll they'll do it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, and I think we could actually see it for this title specifically. Um, I just... They they didn't I don't think as far as I'm as far as I'm aware, they didn't actually say this is not happening on PSVR two. I think they just don't have any announcements for anything beyond PC VR right now. And dude, I gotta I gotta say this. I'm just gonna say this out loud and get it out there. Uh and, and maybe you can maybe you have something to uh contribute to this, Wes. I have no idea. But the more I talk to developers, the less they want to make games for the PlayStation platform in general, and the less they want to make games for uh, PlayStation VR, PlayStation VR 2, because Sony is fucking impossible to work with. This is just the word we're getting. They're impossible to work with. And so you can imagine like a graphically intense game, like a racing game where, you know, these guys, Codemasters have done this before. They have, they've brought a game to PSVR 1 before. Dirt Rally looked phenomenal on PSVR 1. They must've worked some magic. And I guarantee you, they struggled to get that through certification. And that must've been a goddamn nightmare for them. There are developers out there who are like, we're never fucking doing this again. And Codemasters could be one of them. They could absolutely just be like, this yeah. is ridiculous. They need to fucking chill a little bit. You know, uh, we'd, we'd heard about, um, was it Pixel Ripped? Uh, I think it was 95 or 89. But they got failed for certification because on a load screen, they had a frame drop. On a, on a static load screen, they had a frame drop. And it's like, this is just ridiculous at this point. Like you're not doing anyone any favors. In fact, you're scaring people away from the platform, which is the opposite of what somebody needs to be doing. So have you heard yeah, anything like that? I've, I've heard tons of this stuff, man. I, you know, get, getting uh, failed through QA for ridiculous things, like you just mentioned, a fairly common thing. And, and you know, uh, it isn't as simple as... Um, you know, we'll, we'll just fix it and move on. It's a process just to get your game into be reviewed in QA, and and once you do that, then then you have to get your release date approved. There's a whole big like like uh, process of different things you have to go through to make it to the store. And every time one little thing like this happens, um, it, it restarts the whole process all over again. Right. So yeah, I hear a lot of complaints about that. Um, and then I hear other developers that haven't even gotten to that point yet to where they have something to submit to QA. And they're just like, I'm talking about games that have been announced for PSVR 2 that are now questioning it just because Sony's so terrible to work with and difficult to get anything done um, or any kind of help or information or anything from them. So, uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You're not the only one hearing that. I'm hearing it from multiple sources myself. Mark Pringlesleaf in the chat um, follows us up with saying, so how do all these broken games get through certification? And that's the biggest <laughs> that's mystery of them all. Because, you know, when you get games like Foglands and, and, you know, we've all the other games that have had rocky releases in the last few months, what is happening there? Why why are some games getting a complete pass, seemingly not having to go through cert or, or deal with any of these problems, uh, while some games are being put through the ringer? And I and I'm and I'm actually thinking at this point that it's specific QA testers that some are super lenient and go whatever we just want we just want you to get your game out, and some are like trying to justify their fucking position. They're trying to justify their job. And look what I found! Look look ha ha ha! We could, we we found a way to break your game. Now fix it. 
It was like, in, you know, doing things that no one would ever do. And so it's uh, it's a struggle, you guys. It's a struggle. And if, if Sony wants PSVR 2 to uh, succeed, then uh, they need to they need to relax a little bit um, because obviously we don't want a game that's running at like 30 frames a second in the headset because that would make everybody sick. But there's a happy medium here where like if it's minor problems here and there, well, guess what? We've certainly had much bigger minor problems than a drop in frame right here or there. So yeah you remember when they were for the developers remember that whole thing no like we listen to developers this is we're all about helping the developers. yeah when they announced the ps4 right because they were like oh the ps2 and ps3 were impossible to develop for the emotion engine and cell engine were like stupid hard to develop for and so we listened to developers and here's your pc in a box it's called a playstation 4 right here's your pc in a box please don't contact us ever again good luck (laughs) Right. Sorry, Valve. Will you make games for us now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of games coming out. A lot of games. A lot of game news happening right now. And so if we happen to miss a news story that you really want us to talk about, fucking leave it in the comments and let us know. And maybe Miles and I can catch that on Friday. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about today. And uh, one of them, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you, Wes. On Monday, AJ called this shit. He said, "We can't get through a fucking episode of Gamescast Live without you talking about bad dreams." And guess what? We're not getting through this one without talking about bad dreams either, because today uh, Creative 3D VR just launched the uh, the launch trailer of Bad Dreams. Did you get a chance to check this out, Wes? I did. I watched it just before we went live. Nice. And uh, it's cool. You know, this game was one of the pleasant surprises for me this year. Um, not that it was perfect. It is very indie and, you know, it does have its issues, uh, but it was actually good. It was a fun, enjoyable, kind of scary experience, very surreal. And, uh, I played through a good portion of the game on PC and then I stopped because uh, I wanted to wait and I wanted to save some of it for PlayStation. And, uh, I was worried though, that maybe I had played too much of the game and that there wouldn't be much left, but for, by Judging uh, from this trailer, there, there's quite a bit left because I don't recognize any of this. Yep. At the very bottom of the screen, which I swear I didn't notice till just now while we were talking about it, it says PSVR 2 exclusive content. And so what? When, I, when I was talking to these developers, uh, I don't know, last month when the game got delayed out of October into November, they said, listen, it's only a month delay. And luckily, this has allowed us to get it up and running at... You know, I, what, I think they said 120 native, um, you know, at, at, the, at the native resolution. Like, I mean, just like basically saying it's it's, it's going to look super sharp and super clear on PSVR 2. They said, and on top of that, we'll be launching it with a piece of free DLC. So it looks like all of the stuff in the trailer uh, is all brand new, which is cool. And, you know, I think Wes said it pretty well. This is a budget horror game. But there are those of us out there who enjoy our budget horror games. And I think Wes and I are uh, two of the five. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, man, I'm looking for it. I'm excited for it now. We get exclusive content. I love when we get exclusive content. That's the best. It's oh, my yeah. favorite kind. Wonder, I wonder how long it's exclusive content for. There's no way that it's like. Oh, no. Probably just like a couple months or something. It's probably just launching with exclusive content. And then that's it. I don't know. You never know, man. They, they did do those like fifty versions of uh, Darkness Roller Coaster. I don't think all of those came to PC. So it, you know, it there might be something to the fact that this is very 
bad dreams, right? That it might be the the exclusive PlayStation version, and that it's just going to remain exclusive forever. Um, Macho in the chat was asking, uh, "What's the price on this?" And I believe that the PSVR two version is going for twenty, and the PSVR one version is going for fifteen. I can't remember, uh, but uh, but according to them, again, this this is directly from the developers. They said this will be a free upgrade. And so if, if either one goes on sale uh, and you're interested in checking this out, then, you know, there's a workaround to, to get to get it cheap. Sweet. Uh, Rody confirms that if you pre-order, it's $15.99. And then I think that's going to go up to 20 after the pre-order's over. Uh, but anyway, just something to look forward to in November. Uh, this is great. West October's just slowly spreading itself out over the next six months. Now, next yeah. year we'll get Mad- so, Madison, and um, sometime we'll get Phasmophobia. It's like it's October forever. Next, yeah, it's going to be October for the next three years, most likely. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. Like we've got Resident Evil coming in December, so it's going to be a a red Christmas. And uh, yeah, like like literally, we're getting. It seems like most of the really good games that come out have some kind of horror element to them, which I love. I know a lot of people hate that, but I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. No, I, I would say that I love it too, but I would just be telling everybody something they already know. So uh, sales chart came out today, the monthly sales chart from last month. We get to see what sold well in October. Um and it's time to check out if there's any surprises for PSVR 2. Uh, and I will say, I'm not sure if this is a surprise to you or not, but I am shocked to see Switchback shoot that high up uh, in both the US and EU charts. Uh, number two here in the States and number one in Europe. Uh, I know it went on sale at a certain point and there was the horde mode added. Uh, and I think it got a lot of positive press. Um, so very happy to see it up there. Man, I'm happy to see this whole chart. Like, there's some really cool stuff. First of all, I am happy for Switchback VR. I'm glad to see that they didn't really blow it. Like, with the issues that some people were having at launch and the way that a lot of people were underwhelmed following that that big hype train that we rode up to launch day, uh, I thought that they might have um, tarnished their uh, image enough to where it that they would never recover and and thereby the game would not be monetarily successful and as you know if it's not monetarily successful then the chances that it's going to get ongoing support and new content are low so i'm glad to see now that uh they're being rewarded not only for fixing the issues that the uh, original launch had but you know going above and beyond by putting some new content in there and and making a a really solid uh title now um yeah i'm glad to see that they were able to bounce back from that and and they're at the very top of the sales list some four months uh after they launched um that's cool actually beating out beat saber in the eu but not beating out Beat Saber here in the States. Um, number three, though, is, is exactly what I was hoping to see. I was really hoping to see Propagation top the charts, and there it is, solid across the board, US and EU. Uh, very cool, man. Propagation, those guys deserve all the credit in the world. Uh, what an amazing experience. We thought this, I mean, you probably didn't think this, but I definitely thought, it's like, ah, oh, this small little game, it probably, it's probably not gonna look very good. Uh, it's probably not gonna be very scary, but at least we'll have a nice little zombie game to kick off 
October with, and then it turned out to be fucking incredible from top to bottom. And uh, I'm so happy that, that this made it here, third place. Check it out. I mean, look, uh, seventh guest is on there, which is again another very deserving title. Yep. Glad to see them out selling some copies. Uh, Crossfire persisting, and really the 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 performance of Crossfire month over month has really been uh, amazing to me. Because other than us, I mean, the the reviews were largely negative, but people love this title, Brian. I see people talking about it every day. How good it is, and I'm just so happy for them that. Um, that they're seeing such success and such prolonged success. I mean, they're working their way into a legitimate kind of game of the year contender. I, I, I dare say, wow. uh, just because of the, uh, the popularity that the title has seen since launch. Yeah, no, I'm really happy. Like I, I enjoyed my time with it, but I think everybody else I've been talking to is really enjoying their time with it. And that's, that makes me happy to hear whenever, whenever somebody likes a game more than me, I'm really happy because I don't want anybody wasting their money, man. Like that's money well spent as far as I'm concerned. Uh, seeing Crossfire hold on here uh, is is great because that was top of the sales charts. Uh, you know, we're seeing, seeing Ghostbusters only on the US side of things, which is really confusing to me because this must include pre-order sales. So well, how is it not on the EU chart at all? I feel like there's a goof there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I know that um, some of the European content creators previewed it early and warned people against mm. it weeks ahead of time. That's true. Maybe that had maybe that had something to do with it. I know Nathy uh, said beware, and, and Gamertag VR said beware. So um, maybe that affected sales over there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That's uh. That's true, and we know that people outside of those regions don't don't watch those channels. What channels? I don't know. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> Who, who's this Nathy person you speak of? Um, uh, and uh, and hubris, hubris is all over the place. Made it to top ten, uh, number ten in the U.S., and then uh, was that six in uh, in the, in Europe? So. It's good to see. It's good seeing Hubris get some love. Hopefully, uh, was there a sale associated with this? Do you know by any chance? Uh, I, I'm. I can't say a hundred percent for sure, but I, I want to say that yes, there was recently a sale. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. I haven't been paying that much attention. Those guys have been on cruise control and and doing well. It just goes to show, uh, and, and we say this all the time over on Virtual Strangers. Um, you know, of course, marketing plays an important role and everybody needs to promote their stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, good games are going to sell and it doesn't matter what you do. If a good game is good and it's good enough, then people are going to talk about it and people are going to buy it. And I kind of feel like that's what's going on here with Hubris. People are just going to keep buying it uh, because they should. Agreed. Uh, and then one final thing, one final note I want to make on this sales chart is that uh, is that Angry Birds VR has found its way onto the list um, on both sides. And there's a little, excuse me, asterisk at the bottom that says, uh, these are purchases only, game upgrades, and game games bundled with hardware are not included. And so this Angry Birds had a $10 upgrade. Now, do you think that this asterisk means that those $10 paid purchases are not counted towards the sales of Angry Birds VR and PSVR 2? Um, 
Like I, I, I get uh, free upgrades might not count because these are supposed to be purchases, but $10, I'd be weirded out if that didn't count. Yeah, I, I would I would guess that it does. Uh, I, I think the way that they kind of rank these things um, is based on revenue. I don't know. I don't even know. I could be wrong about that, but I, I've heard before that the way they they do their uh, their sales rankings is based on the amount of uh, money generated. Yeah. So I got to imagine that all, all that stuff um, counts toward that. And uh, but then again, I mean, if that were true, they wouldn't have to put this little asterisk in here. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I would say that those do count. Um, I, I say that when they say game upgrades, what they're probably referring to are free upgrades. I would, I would think so. Um, and we'll take a quick look here uh, at the PSVR one sales charts. Uh, <laughs> Walking Dead onslaught topping the charts in both regions must have been a super deep discount. Um, and that's exactly how I'd recommend you play it on the cheap, uh, super hot VR job simulator being exactly where they probably should be, uh, and have always been Creed beat saber, um, Astrobot, Batman, Par dude, paranormal activity, the lost soul and the Exodus Legion VR coming in eight and nine. I mean, some people were out there celebrating Halloween on their PSVR one. Uh, and what makes me happy about that is, well, I think what makes me probably unhappy about that is it probably only takes about 10 people to buy a game to get into right. the seven, eight, nine area of the sales chart. Um, we should do an experiment one month. Like let's wait like another six months to a year mm -hmm. and just spend a hundred bucks on games and see if we can chart something. <laughs> I'll probably get it up to like the second, like second place or something like that we're, like, we're gonna it's realize like, it's about like 50 copies of weeping <laughs> doll and see if we can get it on there amazing that'd be great um cool man cool well another another month has come and gone uh and i usually i'm disappointed with the with the sales charts but that, but that was a nice one to say I'm, I'm happy to see um happy to see all of that working out in the way we the way we'd like for the most part yeah uh also working out the way we want for the most part is the uh the breachers graphical comparison video that was put out today by is it was it triangle factory is that the developer over there um they were pretty transparent about uh about how things are going to work uh they they showed graphical comparisons of uh the quest 2 quest 3 pc and psvr 2 and we're pretty descriptive about how it's all going to go down uh, and if I could just find the trailer so you guys could also watch it along with us, that would be amazing. Here it is. Got it. Uh, so we're going to give a shout out to, uh, to Wesley over there. I'm not sure if you, if you guys have seen this video, then, uh, we need to get Wesley on this podcast because he's got the radio voice. Like he's, you, I don't know if this is the way he normally talks or what, what's going on, but like. Just some dude at Triangle Factory uh, killed it with the voiceovers. Sounds like sounds like he's got radio experience. I was digging it. Um, so what up, Wesley? What up? Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Also, also, what up, Wesley? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so basically, what they're saying here, we'll give you the. It's not a long video. It's only about a minute or two long, uh, but we'll give you the quick overview, uh, which is probably going to be the same as the actual video. Uh, they basically say uh, on Quest 3, 
They added fake volumetric lighting and dust particles to the environment uh, over the Quest 2 version. And then the PSVR 2 also has that stuff, but then on top of it adds bloom, which adds glowing effects around lighting, extra detail, additional foliage outside, and then volumetric fog inside. And they finish it off with this wonderful splash screen that says native 120 hertz, no reprojection. I love that like things that nobody even knew the definition of last gen are now major selling points this gen. This is great. I love this. Yeah, it's the PCification of the PlayStation uh, community. I love it. Um, <laughs> you know what? They should they should have not called this trailer the Quest Two Sucks trailer because that's basically <laughs> what it is. Is like, look at how amazing this game looks, except for Quest Two. We're better than you, Quest Two players. Well, I mean, listen, it, I. It's gonna look nice because it's gonna run at a nice high frame rate at a native 120 resolution, uh, native 120 uh, refresh rate. However, you can tell by looking at this, it's not the most graphically intense yeah. game ever made. Trust me, but this is what we want from our Quest ports. Or, you know, when a game launches simultaneously across all the platforms, I mean, we 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 do expect these small upgrades. Um, and knowing that it's gonna run super sharp and and, and run super smooth is very important. It's not a crazy over-the-top graphically intense game, so no. we we better expect this. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that they, they we've got nicer shadows now too. I don't know, I don't know how that got past me, but yeah. No, and to be honest, uh, it does look better than you think in the headset, and that, that's even on Quest Two. It uh, it actually looks pretty good. You can tell in the geometry of everything that it's. Based on a standalone, everything's kind of big and boxy. Mm -hmm. But the textures actually look pretty good, and the, the lighting looked good before. So I imagine it's going to look uh, really good now. And um, yeah, it, it looks good enough that it's not you're, it's not going to break your immersion. It, the game looks pretty decent inside the headset. So good. And of course, the most important thing is that the gameplay sounds really fun. Um, and mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, but it'll be nice not to be distracted by uh, by all the things that tend to distract us when we start up a VR game. Uh, I guess we can move on, and the next, and we're moving on to, uh, well, it's not really a rumor; it's it's from the developers themselves. So I guess we'll just call it uh, a conversation based around the job listing, because um, next next story is about Vertigo developing a AAA game. Uh, based on a world, you know what? Let's uh, let's bring up the let's bring up the job listing. That way we can. I don't have to paraphrase. I can just read it. Uh, so this is the official uh, Vertigo Games jobs listing. Uh, and if we go over to here, there's there's multiple jobs obviously uh, that that they're hiring for. But if we go to the lead level design, this kind of clues us into this new story. Uh, this is your mission. We are Vertigo Games, the largest award-winning VR developer in the world. As our Amsterdam studio kicks off pre-production of our most ambitious project to date, a true multi-platform AAA VR game based on a global franchise. We are looking to recruit a lead-level designer who can aid us in our mission, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Wes, my first question is... <laughs> is going to keep vertigo games from ever reaching out to me again but 
My first question is, why do Vertigo games think they can make a AAA game? <laughs> they haven't yet. <laughs> like, uh, they haven't well, even come close yet. Now, the, uh, you know, the, they're pumping up Arizona Sunshine, too. That's um, true. Uh, pr- pretty, pretty big. They're using big words to describe it. Uh, but but I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Um, because Vertigo Games isn't just Vertigo Games anymore. Uh, Vertigo Games is a subsidiary of Embracer Group. Yep. And that conglomerate has millions and millions and millions of dollars to spend. They also have a wide uh, catalog of well-known titles that they can pull from. And I got to imagine that, that that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing... Um, Embracer go to Vertigo and say, okay, Vertigo, you you clearly know how to make a VR game. Here's some money. Hire some people. Take this franchise and make me the definitive VR version of X. And that's what we're seeing here. Okay. Um, I mean, you know what else Embracer Group is really good at, Wes? That's shutting down studios. So that's true. Let's hope we hear a lot of that lately. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like every week Embracer is shutting down another beloved studio. So uh, let's hope that Vertigo doesn't screw this up because they're at the mercy of a merciless company. Um, what do you think the what do you think the world known IP is? And, and what, I mean, do you think it's just going to be a VR adaptation of an existing game? Or do you think we can take this uh, word for word and say they are making a VR game based in a world that the whole world is familiar with? Um, well, I, I think this is going to be a made for VR game. Um, I don't think it's going to be an adaptation of an older one, although it could. I mean, it definitely could. We're seeing stuff like that with Bulletstorm and other titles. So, I mean, it certainly could be a, a VR adaptation of one of an older um, older titles. But, the, I mean, there's been some speculation about this for well over a year now, what this game could be. And there is there is a prevailing theory that I also subscribe to uh, because there is a, a specific franchise uh that Embracer holds the the IP for that would be such a great VR game um, that people kind of start talking about it immediately as soon as Vertigo got acquired, and uh, that's Metro. Um, so so uh, about a year and a half ago, during the uh, the Meta Gaming Showcase, um, Mark Zuckerberg proudly announced that. Uh, that they're partnering with Vertigo Games for to release uh, four titles that would be coming to Quest uh, over, you know, so many years. And I think the first one was, was after the fall. Um, the second, what was it? What what did, has Vertigo put out? Like they did after the fall. Arizona Sunshine Two is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game I can't remember. It it escapes me. Um, they they've put another game out. I don't I can't even remember what it is. Right uh, now. But I mean, seventh guest. <laughs> yeah, seventh guest. Thank you. And um, so the 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 question has been what what's this fourth title going to be? And people have kind of speculated that maybe it's going to be Metro. Uh, and and you know up until recently that was just speculation. There wasn't really any other evidence mm-hmm. to back it up. But about two or three months ago. Um, there was a title on Steam 
from an indie developer, and I'm trying to remember what the name of this title well, was. Well, I've been playing it the was... trailer for the last uh, 90 seconds yeah. here, Wes. It's Paradox of Hope, because I knew Paradox you were getting around Hope. to this. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so basically uh, Paradox of Hope uh, was hit with a cease and desist from an unnamed party <laughs> uh, claiming copyright infringement. And when that happened, everyone said, oh, so the, the Metro VR game must be coming. And then here we are. Just a few weeks later, this. So I think all signs point to Metro here, Brian, and I think that's good news. I think that is good news. Uh, also good news that the Paradox of Hope guy uh, has uh, already got a new Steam store listing for his new game. Uh, he managed to rework it with a different setting, and uh, so hopefully it didn't set him back too much. Obviously, it set him back quite a bit, but uh, you know he still plans to get his new game out, and then obviously uh, after that, bring it to PlayStation VR 2. If all goes according to plan, that game was coming along, man. Uh, I, I'd seen some people stream it. I haven't played it myself, uh, but I was really liking what I saw so far. Yeah, I played it. It was, it was good. Um, I played it pretty early on, and it actually had two very significant content updates since I played it. But it was good when I played it. The environments were great. The tension uh, was was high, and I had a fun loop. Um, it was really good. And for what it's worth, uh, checking out the, uh, the new title from the guy called Convergence. Um, it looks like he's, you know, making lemonade out of his lemons here. It looks better. It looks like he's really taking the opportunity to kind of put some next gen features in and expand the scope of what he's working on. And, uh, it looks good. So I think, you know, while it was a bit of a kick in the nuts for the dude, I think he's going to end up better off for it. So, yeah, I think so too. I think so too. It was just uh, a real, uh, real shame what happened to him. But yeah, lemons out of lemonade is great. Macho in the chat is wondering if we can have him on for an interview. Uh, maybe when we get around to the point of, uh, maybe when we get around to the point where it's uh, where where it makes sense. You know, when he's when he's getting the PSVR two version uh, ready to go, we can we can talk about that then. Um. Uh, Andrew Ehrenreich with the $2 tip says Embracer bought the rights to Lord of the Rings. Well then, mm. if Vertigo makes a Lord of the Rings game, uh, I'm concerned. I, just, I would love that. Well, I would love to get a Lord of the Rings in VR. I don't know that Vertigo would be the uh, the studio to bring that game. Yeah. Uh, I would rather have like Skydance do it or somebody like that. But um, man, I would love to have a story-based kind of like adventure rpg style lord of the rings title that would be so amazing uh and, and if it sounds like we're, i'm i'm up here like i know wes is uh just kind of going along for the ride a little bit um i'm it sounds like i'm shitting on vertigo quite a bit uh, i think when uh when they release arizona sunshine 2 we're gonna know all we need to know about this current state of vertigo games uh whether they have the capabilities uh to survive this gen to really deliver on you know just really hardcore VR gaming experiences to think the things that we really want to play. Um, and I, my fingers are crossed. I, I always want every game to be good. And it sounds like sometimes I can get really negative. That's not the case. I'm just, just trying to be realistic based on what we've seen so far. Um, here's, a, here's something that I, I didn't ever expect that we would see. Uh, but Game Rant was reporting today, and, and I don't know the the origins of this. 
so I don't want to go too deep into it. But Game Rant was reporting uh, that a new patent suggests that Sony is working to introduce gaze tracking and other PSVR 2 features to a massive library of non-VR games. So what this seems like is if you are uh, playing a, a flat screen PS5 game in the headset, it'll be able to use dynamic foveated rendering to improve the performance of the game while you're playing it in cinema mode in the headset. Does this kind of thing appeal to you, Wes? Like does playing a flat screen game in the headset in the first place appeal to you? And would it appeal to you more if you got like all these bonus features going on? Um, I would still need it to be 3D. Um, you know, if this is what they're going for here, uh, I think it could be a, a good piece of circumstantial evidence that maybe they are finally working on that 3D, um, 3D cinema mode that I've been asking for for years and years and years. Um, I would be surprised if, if it were just something that they were planning on using for foveated rendering on like a flat cinema mode because... Um, Something that I'm learning through my work in recent months is it's not as easy as just flipping a switch to get that uh, foveated rendering working in these games. These developers, and it depends on what engine they're running, obviously, um, but some of these developers have a very difficult time uh, enabling that and getting it in their game. So I would be surprised if Sony just had like a, you know, one size fits all solution for flat games. Um, what I think is more likely, and I hope this is the case, is that they're they're planning to support a significant portion of their library, their flat yeah. library, in a 3D cinema mode. Um, hopefully that that's what this is alluding to. But it, I mean, honestly, it could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Doing doing something from from Sony's side rather having rather than having it had to be something that's included in Unreal or Unity, uh, where it's just, hey, this is just how things work over here. We kept hearing over and over during the uh, lead up to PSVR 2, and even the lead up to PlayStation 5 to a certain extent, that PlayStation 5 was developed with VR in mind. And so far, we haven't really seen the fruits of that labor. We, we've PSVR 2 was designed with performance in mind, and that's why we have eye tracking to enable these things. Uh, but but the engines really haven't caught up to that, and we're, we're obviously seeing some rocky launches because of it. But if Sony's doing something on their side uh, in order to make all flat screen games or a lot of flat screen games playable in the headset and in 3D, which it, honestly leading up to this conversation wasn't even something I was considering. I was just thinking like, oh, performance. Everything's going to run at you know, 120 uh, FPS, it's going to run in super sampled, you know, in, in, at the focal point. Th these were the kind of things I was thinking, but yeah, I mean, this is this is something that a lot of people have asked for. Like, how, how cool would it be to play these games in 3D on in cinema mode? And I, and I think it would be cool. I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, and, be, and it would be the only way that I would sit and play a flat screen game in VR if it was actually in 3D. It'd be a big value add, man. Remember, I mean, just imagine being able to pick up these titles like Spider-Man and God of War and, and The Last of Us and play them in a huge immersive 3D screen inside the headset uh, with with features like the, the eye tracking. But, it, you know, it says gaze tracking and other PSVR 2 features. I mean, so what could that mean? I mean, mo most of the other PSVR 2 features are already... 
uh, included in the DualSense controller. So, I mean, are they talking about headset haptics? That would be a good way to immerse people in their 3D cinema mode experience. Um, that they could really provide a compelling experience for PSVR game PSVR to gamers uh, by really doing an immersive cinema mode uh, for their uh, flat titles. And you know, at the same time, th th they wouldn't have to. Um, you know, they th it would be pretty low lift on the developer side. Like th they would be able to enable this. I got to imagine fairly quickly, yeah. fairly uh, w w with very little resources, and now you're giving VR gamers these AAA games that we've been begging for for years. Even if it isn't a full on, you know, VR experience, you're giving people the the depth that that we've been literally dying for for um, for years. So I think it's it would be a smart move on their end um, if they were to do this. I saw Steve Iari in the chat say, uh, geez, I hope this wasn't what they meant by the hybrid strategy. And I can confirm that this is not what they meant by that. This is, you know, we, we've got a lot of information about hybrid games uh, and how that was presented to developers. And this is not that. However, this is a good first step into that direction, saying, hey, here's your flat screen game, integrate headset haptics, integrate uh, you maybe sense control support, or maybe integrate this or that or whatever. And it's not full it's not full VR, but it's a step towards that. You get to play it in the headset, you get to implement some of these uh, you know, PSVR2 features. And then the step after that could very well be, okay, well, you're halfway there. Now just imp now just give us a first person mode and uh, and you know give us give, give us a couple hands in the game you know and like you're halfway there now now get us the rest of the way there um, so I don't know right. if this is part of that strategy but it's certainly a step in the right direction yeah yeah the the hybrid games would be you know what's coming that, that that's something that you have to plan and develop for moving forward for new titles the the 3D cinema mode is something that you can go backwards in the library and, and, and apply to titles that have already come out. Again, w w with uh, not that much work to make this happen. I mean, I, I see it, it's doable on PC right now because of a dude that did it. So like Sony could definitely, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is very doable. It would be a big value add and then uh, giving people being able to fall back on that amazing library of Sony first-party exclusives—it's what PlayStation is known for. It would be bringing the best thing that PlayStation has to offer into the VR ecosystem, and that can only be a positive. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Matthews in the chat with the five euros says, "What are the chances of getting Hitman back to PSVR 2? Love the show. Thank you, Lewis. Um, Wes, I don't know if you have more information on this than I do. Uh, obviously, we know that uh, IO Interactive is working on a, was it a James Bond game? Is that right? Well, maybe. I don't know. I, I forget. I forget. But they were, they moved on from, from Hitman, uh, and they moved, and after getting the Hitman uh, World of Assassination trilogy over to, or at least Hitman 3, I can't fucking remember, uh, over to PC VR, then... Uh, then you know their their next focus, I believe, was uh, was James Bond. Uh, they're working on a standalone new. IP. We we don't even know if it's going to support VR. What we do know is that gamers treated uh, IO Interactive like absolute fucking garbage. Um, 
when we, we we talked about you know Sony treating developers poorly and, and developers not wanting to even deal with Sony and bring their games to PSVR and PSVR 2. We talked about that earlier in the episode, but what we didn't mention was that there the same thing can happen when developers bring their games to the PlayStation ecosystem or, or PSVR, PSVR 2, and, and, and they get absolutely harassed by gamers, not because they didn't get the exact thing that they wanted. I didn't get the exact thing that I wanted with with Hitman. I wanted to use two move controls to strangle people with two hands. Like I think we all wanted that. Uh, but I was at the same time I was also like thrilled that we got we got got what we got. Um, so so I almost felt bad for for IO Interactive at a certain point because I just saw so much hatred out there. And then when the game came to PC VR, PC oh, VR gamers got like super angry is that is that what you saw yeah dude i'm glad you said this because this is exactly what i was going to say i'd be shocked if they ever did anything for hitman in vr again after the reception that they got when they brought this thing to pc and they delivered a superior version of the game to pc um but just because it wasn't full-on vr like people were expecting they got absolutely slaughtered uh not only by the the people in the the steam um community but reviewers even people who who praised this game on playstation told people not to play it on pc that they would be better off playing it flat and brian i'm telling you the game is better on pc (laughs) than it is on playstation vr um I, I just I couldn't believe it, and I thought it was extremely unfair to the developers. And while yes, they did mislead people a little bit by by kind of letting on like it would be a full fledged VR experience on PC, and then it turned out that there were still some like button press mechanics and things in the game. Uh, they didn't deserve the vitriol that they got, and um, yeah, I think maybe this bridge has been burned scorched and uh i don't think they're coming back for more they're they're not they're not uh that masochistic yeah so yeah so i think it has less to do with hitman and specifically and more to do with io's uh obviously <clears throat> there's no way the game sold very well on psvr or or uh or pcvr there's just no way uh, especially compared to you know, the, the flat screen numbers that they're getting. So this was either some kind of labor or love, or they were doing it as a favor, or they were doing it as an experiment, or they got paid to do it by, by Sony or, or, or somebody. Uh, and it didn't turn out well, right? They were like, this was a lot of work. And all we did was get shit on. And so let's not do VR anymore. And, and, and they can get back to doing what they're good at doing what they get praised for. Uh, and, and so I, so I do, and this isn't the first time we've heard a story like this. And and I shouldn't say we've heard this story from IO because we haven't, but I'm just saying based on what, everything we've seen, I wouldn't be surprised if this was the case because we have heard stories like this before from other developers saying we were going to make the game for PSVR. We were going to make this game for PC VR, but Jesus Christ, like you guys are impossible to deal with, like gamers who have impossible standards or just are fucking rude and don't know how to like interact with somebody without harassing them, without threatening them. And so, you know, like honestly, like w- you get what you give. And, and I and I think I think we some of us gave too much. So, yeah, it's, it's sad. Yeah, it it's really, crazy. really sad. Uh, we need to fucking mature as uh as a community 
um, VR community, gamer community. Hands down, like we just seem to be better to each other, uh, and 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 now we're suffering the consequences because because we haven't been. Well, some people take this attitude like you, you should treat um, game companies, publishers, and developers like a like a like a pet, right? Like a like a a cat who's scratching up your leather couch. They're doing they did something wrong, and the only way that they're going to learn is if we teach them. So let, let's teach them a lesson. And I literally, I hear people say stuff like that. Like we, we have to really, uh, you know, make the developers sorry that they didn't do the right thing. Um, that doesn't work. <laughs> it, I mean, in some cases it does. I mean, obviously, um, you know, Cyberpunk 77 is awesome now because of the massive backlash against it. Uh, but you have to keep things in proportion, right? And you got you can't overstate your side when you're being critical um because then you just come off like an asshole right that's right uh so you know again we don't know this is the case uh scott the psvr game cap for life says brian bond from ioi is going to be in vr i just know it i hope you're right i hope you're right we don't we don't want any developers abandoning vr period like we we want we want developers' uh, experiences in VR to be positive. We want to show them that we like their games, or when we don't, you know, that we can be mature about it. And uh, and and so hopefully they'll work with us again. However, that's neither here nor there. Not not even on the run of show. But thanks. But an inter- interesting conversation you brought up, Lewis Matthews. Um, so hopefully yeah. we will see Hitman return. Uh, to the PlayStation ecosystem, PSVR 2, at some point soon. But now it's time to talk about the topic of today. Because today I played Kill It With Fire, and I did not expect to feel the way I felt in this game. Was it just me, Wes? Or was this cartoon game about killing spiders fucking terrifying? (laughs) Oh, were you scared? Um, (laughs) Yes. Okay, um, a little bit, um, not at first, you know, the, the first couple of spider types aren't very threatening to me. I mean, they, they do a good job, uh, I, I will give them that, of kind of giving you that same kind of chill that you, you get when you see a spider in real life. The, the spiders kind of have that, that shape, that silhouette to them that's kind of burned into your animal brain, right? From and, arachnophobia, uh, dude. There's yeah. the same kind of yeah yep it's too much yeah so so yeah i mean they do that and i imagine if you're some uh, someone who's scared of spiders um then yeah it probably would scare you quite a bit i happen to live in a place that's absolutely just covered with spiders and i guarantee you there's fucking 20 or 30 of them on my front porch right now Uh, um what yeah yeah it's just it's just a like life here so i'm not super afraid of them um but yeah um i I will give them that um and and when you get along in the game a little bit and you see some of the other spider types they are pretty intimidating um so yeah we'll start there and i'll give you that a little bit okay dude it's just the the sound effects in this game they're always making it seem like there's spiders all around you (laughs) <laughs> and so, you know, I'll, I'll be looking around, being very careful, making sure I don't miss any. And and then there'll just be a noise over here, and I'll and I'll look, and I'll stop. You can you'll be able to see it in this in in, in this footage. I'm unable to sit still. 
and, and the only time I ever stand still is when I'm paralyzed with fear, uh, because <laughs> I am insanely afraid of spiders. It's just been something I haven't really been able to um, get over my whole life, and I and I thought that I was getting over it. I think I even said on Gamescast once upon a time, oh, playing Rush of Blood so much, and you guys know what level I'm talking about specifically. Um, the first time I played that level made me throw off my headset. I've It's never happened in any other VR game. I've had to take breaks and just calm myself down in other games, but that's always like, yep, I always pause and remind myself that this is just a game, Resident Evil 7. And I just breathe. I'm not going to have a heart attack. Everything's going to be fine, right? And then, but no, Rush of Blood, I tore the headset off because of spiders. It's just I couldn't fucking handle it. I did not expect this cartoony world with cartoon spiders and cartoon bookshelves and cartoon everything to creep me out from the word go. Uh, it's it's the sound effects and it's the fact that the spiders are just creepy. And uh, I, I love it though, because I love being scared and I love playing scary games. And so with this added element, if you have arachnophobia like I do, and you like being scared, you like horror shit, then guess what? This game's also for you. I am having way more fun in this than I expected to, Wes. Uh, oh, I saw that. Are <laughs> you're not enjoying it nearly as much as me, are you? No, I mean I, I don't hate it, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm past these games. It's it's a little basic, you know. It's uh, it puts you in job simulator world where you're just kind of. Well, basically what they do is they put you in a room, like a regular room. Again, super cartoony, basic, uh, you know, uh, world that they're in. Very quest-ish, like quest one-ish. And um, basically the, the object of the game is to pick up everything and move it so that you can find the spiders. There's spiders behind books. There's spiders behind pictures. Um, now they give you some, like, clever little gadgets if you if you want to use them to, like try to figure out where the spiders are at. Uh, but you, you don't need to do that. You, you can just basically touch everything and, and rouse them out. And then the the kind of fun part of them is after you find them, killing them. Uh, and that's the one thing that I thought they did pretty well, is they give you a lot of creative ways to kill these spiders. So you're not just like, you start out by smashing it with books and, you know, vases and things like that, things things you find laying around. Uh, but then you move on to like a flamethrower, then they give you a revolver and a shotgun, and there's just, they they get really over the top. Very quickly. With the ways, yeah, pretty quickly uh, with how you kill the spiders. So the killing of the spiders is actually pretty fun, um, but the concept for a game is just a little basic for my taste. Yeah, and I, and I totally understand that. I think I just had very low expectations going in. I was like, because I was thinking the exact same thing. I think, you know, I was talking about this with AJ on Monday or, or, or Miles on Friday. I was saying, listen, I, I'm I'm over this type of game. I, I think I used the exact same terminology, exact same wording that you did. And I just, I just didn't expect to be scared. I mean, I knew it was about spiders. I know I don't like spiders, but I just didn't expect to have this kind of visceral reaction to it. Um, and then... I found myself really having fun and being like really silly about things because at first you have to actually grab things and pick them up, but eventually you get kind of like the the teleport grab, right? Where you can pick up things from afar. And I found myself really wishing I couldn't do that or that I could just like whip things to the side, like because they were coming at me. 
I was like, if I grab something, there's a spider on the other side of it. Like it's just, it, it does something to my head and, I, and it freaks me out. Um, and it, and by the time I got, I finished, I think I began the third level uh, in this today. And I've really explored the first and second level. I spent, it took me 45 minutes just to get through those two. I wanted to make sure I completed all of the objectives, which were fun. I, I was really glad that they added, you know, it's job simulator e kind of stuff where it's like, hey, while you're here fucking around in the sandbox, make sure you do this, 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 and this, uh, and we'll give you some bonus points or something, or we'll unlock something for you. Um, but it was just enough where I was like, you know what? I, I was happy with, I was, I was happy with the game, and it was a little bit more. It was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. And uh, and just having these bonus objectives and finding all these weapons, I thought it was going to be like hours before I got actual weapons. But I was lighting shit on fire within the first ten minutes, like just burning entire rooms down. I was like, this is great. And yeah, it's kind of cool that you can you can. Like, you don't have to find the spiders if you have enough fuel for your flamethrower. You can just burn everything down and burn them before you find them. Yep. So, like, for example, if you find a, a spider in a chest, uh, and there's, like, five other spiders hiding in the chest, well, you, you burn the one, and then the whole chest catches on fire, and then after it goes out, you start searching through the door drawers, and you'll just find dead spiders in there that you already <laughs> burned up before you found them. Yep. Yep, Imzadi in the chat, and, and granted, I, I 100% agree with you. Imzadi says that's called arachnophobia, Brian. That's not a good game. <laughs> and <laughs> and and I and if I didn't have this fear of spiders, I don't know how much I would be loving this. But this suddenly is a horror game to me, and it, it, it evokes that same reaction where I'm like, oh my god, I'm like so creeped out, and so I have to keep playing. I just have to because I'm like challenging myself to a certain extent. Um, and I know it sounds ridiculous and if you don't have a fear of spiders or, you know, you don't think you'll be freaked out by cartoon spiders, I totally get it. But like, this was the reaction I had to this game today. And, uh, and I was digging it, man. I was digging it. I had low expectations for it and it was, it was definitely better than I expected it to be. You know what though? Uh, I'm not as nearly a, a, as afraid of spiders as you are. Uh, and, and I did find the, the gameplay concept to be super basic <laughs> Uh, and I hate to be this guy, but if I think about it and I'm, if I'm honest with myself, mm-hmm. if we had exactly the same game, like exactly the same game, but instead of in job simulator world, it's photo real. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're in a realistic looking house with realistic looking spiders and realistic looking weapons and realistic looking fire. If that was the game. I think it would be a horror game for me. Like, I think I would enjoy it a lot more. Um, but it's hard for me to kind of be immersed in this kind of a world to the point of being scared. And I, I'm I'm typically not one of these guys who con- considers myself to be a graphics whore. Uh, but when, when you're talking about something that's as simple as this, I think you have to have something else to uh, to, to land and it just didn't land with me i mean it's fine i I wouldn't go as far as to call it a bad game um it's just it's it's okay it's a good time waster like if you have 20 minutes to kill 25 minutes to kill uh i could see picking up your headset and playing this for 25 minutes and putting it down and and you know being okay in in that sense but this isn't something that i see myself coming back to very often interesting i wish i had a platinum trophy i'll say that because if it had a platinum trophy then all of these tasks, all these objectives that I'm knocking out, I, I feel like I was working towards something. Uh, but without a platinum trophy, I'm like, I don't feel the need to 100% this game. Uh, this is not going to be some 
uh, something that I'm really proud of finishing. Uh, I do like it though. And I was happy with like, again, the, the sound was good. The music was fine. Um, I, I think the overall presentation, despite the fact that yes, it is a cartoony world. Uh, I, I was scared that I was going to get in there and see like some low res environments or something. And yeah, it's not as crystal clear as it could possibly be, but it is absolutely running at a high enough resolution where I'm not complaining. Um, and, uh, and, and I had, and I had fun. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a $15 game. Uh, and I'm strange, strangely enjoying it. I'll say that. So I can't, I can't wait to see what the next levels have for me. I can't wait to see what the other, uh, weapons are when you bring up your kind of like weapon screen where you can, you know, just kind of grab the stuff that you've found. Um, there's a lot of weapons there. There's a lot of, I think I only have like four or five of them at most. And I think there must be like 40, maybe 45. Yeah. Th that's the potential for this game. Like it could get, you know, going forward, it could get super ridiculous. Like it could get to like the goat simulator stage of, of just pure ridiculousness. And th at that point it might be so funny that it's worth your time. Right. Um, but uh, I, again, uh, like you, I only played through the first couple of levels, so I'm not there yet. Um, you got me thinking, though. If this if this was like a photorealistic apartment uh, with photorealistic weapons and photorealistic spiders, yeah, dude, what a, that would be a fucking horror game. And uh, imagine imagine you were in the transference house and there were uh, far point spiders behind every corner. Jesus. Yep. Yeah. That's good, man. How, how can we get that game funded? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Who, who would you want to make that game? Um, who would I want to make that game? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, who's pretty good at sitting? You know, honestly, Vertigo Games could probably do a pretty good job at, <laughs> at making that game. Yeah, it's probably pretty accurate. Pretty true. <sighs> I wonder if Skydance could pull it off. I bet Skydance yeah, could do maybe. it. Maybe. Um, For sure. Hey, Wes, you know what time it is? Oh, shit. It is that time. I hope you say this very slowly, Brian. Um, well. I hope it takes you at least 60 seconds to say this. Let me what tell you. time is it? What time it is? Is. Uh, <laughs> guys listen uh, while we're waiting for Wes to uh, you know uh, realize that he's the host of 20 questions this week make sure you click the links in the description below uh, go subscribe to Wes and his friends over at Virtual Strangers where they talk about all things VR not just PSVR 2 um, and uh, I'm not there so it's got to be better than he's this. Not, not often now you are there sometimes you've been there once or twice you were there. I think um, once. I don't remember. I think that was it, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the uh, the twenty twenty three show, right? Last year's year end. Um, I think so. Year, year end thing. We we brought you on to talk about the PSVR game of the year. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. It's almost time. It's almost time to do that again. Actually. But I'd actually have things to talk about this year because most of the good stuff is PSVR 2 related. So. That's a good point. 
Yeah. Uh, so go subscribe to uh, Wes. And also, while you're clicking the links in the description below, uh, make sure you join us over on Discord. Uh, that's where these conversations happen 24-7. That's where a bunch of multiplayer stuff happens all the time. And if you just... You, the great thing is, is um, Nick Mulo over there, one of our amazing moderators, got the whole thing set up so that if there's a game that you want to get a multiplayer game going, uh, you can tag everyone who's chosen to have the role of that multiplayer game. And so these are all people who are looking to play that game when and get notified whenever you tag them. Uh, so it's slowly or quickly becoming the place uh, for all things multiplayer VR. So come join us over there. Was that enough time, Wes? Uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> all right. Uh, guys, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to make a little yes, no column on my computer. And you guys better help me out because we've only got six minutes and 20 yes or no questions to figure out what PSVR 1 or PSVR 2 game Wes is thinking of. On my mark. Get Des. Go. Uh, is this game on PSVR 1 and PSVR 2? No. Shit. I thought I was going to save a question. Uh, is this game on PSVR 2? No. Okay. So we got it. two questions. We figured out it's PSVR 1 only. I don't know if that saves us any questions. Um, is it a horror game? Um, kind of, yeah. Kind of? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay kind of horror okay uh there are horror there there are horror elements we'll say okay uh did this come out in the first year of psvr one no okay well that gets rid of well here they lie i guess um is it based on Okay, hold on. We let's figure out this horror element thing. Is are there zombies or zombie-like creatures in this game? You know, I would say yes. Probably. Yes. I mean, they're not classic zombies, but I would say that there's some zombie-like creatures in the game probably. Okay. Uh, would you consider this? Oh, Looper. That's a good question. Did did the game come up on the show today? Did we mention it at all? I don't think so. Okay. I do like that question though, because then I start analyzing every question we had. Uh, is this the kind of game that would ever be in in consideration for a top? 25 list um maybe 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 in its time yeah I, yeah you know what yeah I, I think it would be in the, the the conversation i think it remember i remember it being in the conversation all right do they have aim support yes was this a vr adaptation of a non-VR game? Indeed it was. Was this VR version 
developed by Archiact? Indeed it was. Whoa. Is this by any chance Doom 3 VR? This is Doom 3 VR edition. Well done. Ooh. 11 questions. You nailed me, bro. I think, uh, ooh, who knew I was going to get lucky tonight? Uh, <laughs> I think I, AJ got his in like four or something like that. Or I, I forget what it was. So it was so obvious. It was so obvious. I had it in three, dude. I knew exactly what, what it was. <laughs> what, was it because of my answers? Was I, was I too, did I give too much away my answers? What, how, how did that happen? Because because of conversations that we had prior to you going oh, live. Okay. okay uh, yep. I know how your mind works. Yep. And as soon as I forget what the clue was, but whatever the second question was, I was like, oh, yes, it's definitely this is what he picked. So, right yeah, on. that's amazing. Uh, damn, dude, I love Doom 3. Like it's it sucks that like, you know, who 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 was the modder that brought it to uh, PC uh and, and it was like the better version uh well uh, i'm not sure who brought it to pc um but dr beef brought it to quest oh that's what and it yep dr beef. yeah and, and yeah out of the three versions i think the official vr version on playstation is probably the worst version of it like the mods are are better yeah right i mean there were scaling problems and and the resolution could have been sharper however there was no denying that Doom 3 is just a good game to begin with, and it's just a lot of fun to play through. Um, and, of course, it's got that horror slant that, like, far more than Doom 1 or 2 ever had and uh, made made me absolutely love it. So even though it wasn't a great VR port, it was fun with the game controller, and I had a blast with it. Um, That's the one thing. That's the one thing the game had that the other platforms didn't have is you could play it with the game controller on PlayStation, and that totally made it worth uh worth playing through again yeah. last my mojo the game cat reaper with a five dollar tip says great show as always thank you very much last my mojo thank you all for being here we appreciate you hanging out with us uh, appreciate wes hanging out with us uh, i always i always enjoy my west days uh, but guys, remember, uh, be super nice to all the moderators out there. They make my life infinitely easier. We love them oh so very much, uh, not just here on YouTube, but over on Discord as well. So don't forget to join the Discord. Uh, thanks, everybody. Helps this channel run like Rypop for getting us up on podcast services of your choice. And also Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who puts timestamps into the show after the fact. Everyone who helps the channel out financially by being a member over here. Remember. It gives you free super chat every month. Uh, and also being a Patreon supporter, patreon.com slash without pro games. Everyone who tips during the show, you keep the pizza and lately Chick-fil-A coming in. And it's been wonderful. Although I'm going to definitely start cooking for myself when I have countertops, I promise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just spiders, you. Brian. Watch, watch out for spiders. Uh, man, I'm not going to stop thinking about that. Even cartoon spiders invading this place is going to suck. Um and everybody, I, you're all fucking amazing. So whether you support the channel, channel financially, uh, whether you subscribe to the channel, whether you click like, we don't, it doesn't matter, man. If you're here and you're part of the community and, and you like being here with us, then that's the important thing to me. Uh, so thank you very much for being here. And even if you sit back and don't say a goddamn word, well, we love you just as much. Happy Wednesday, Wes. Happy Wednesday, Brian. Happy Wednesday, cats. See you soon, Friday, hopefully. Let's go.
Uh, over with the level uh, two membership in the chat. It says Galaxy Cart VR update tomorrow. Let's fucking go. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the other thing you can always guarantee. I'll talk about on Gamescast. It's like bad dreams. Uh, I call early my chemical romance in fucking Galaxy <laughs> Cart. Uh, so excited for that update coming tomorrow. Uh, it's going to bring, I believe, three new maps. Um, yep. Which is crazy because they just released two new maps like a month ago. Uh, and then we're also getting wheel support. And I believe the, the, the Logitech stuff is going to have proper uh, force feedback and shit. Um, but they're still trying oh, to... Oh, so it's going to support that uh, true force or whatever it's called? W whatever the Logitech stuff is. like Because they have the, they have the you know official whatever they need to make that work. Uh, apparently, uh, Thrustmaster is being super slow with the legal stuff. And so it sounds like they will eventually get all that in for Thrustmaster as well. Um, and like I said, they 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 promised me that in a future update, they will get the game running up to at 90 FPS native, which is very fucking cool for a racing game. So Galaxy Kart is something, I mean, probably should have been dead months ago. But thanks to all the cats out there who have been so positive and so vocal with the uh, VR Monkey developers, just telling them how much how much they're loving the game and all the things that they want the game to uh, include, kept kept them going, guys. It, you, you kept you kept VR Monkey going, and now we're going to have this awesome kart racer because of it. So congratulations, guys! Uh, like I said, you get what you give. Yeah, I'm happy for them. Um, I remember. I remember when the game launched how it was because we were at GDC and they were at GDC and then the, the reviews started rolling in and they weren't <laughs> the best, Brian. It, yeah. it was a bit awkward. Um, but I, I but to see like where they're at now. 3.5 or something, it was rough. Yeah. yeah. But to see where they're at now, where what does it have, like eight tracks now uh, and wheel support? I mean, pretty soon, uh, people aren't even going to speak about Dash Dash anymore. They're going to forget all about it uh, because we're not going to need it. I think it's time. It might be time, Brian, for me to actually play this game. I haven't whoa, played it yet. Whoa. Um, well, listen, you still have your racing rig, right? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So now you got another reason to use it because other than Gran Turismo 7, there hasn't been another PSVR 2 racing game. Uh, and so it's, it's time to dust that thing off. Dust the blow off of it. I'm down. And let's freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I love kart racers. So, uh, yeah, I'm down for it for Hell sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I'm going to be definitely be getting in there tomorrow. I'm going to be up, up tonight and tomorrow, early tomorrow morning, finishing my Barbaria review. Um, if you guys don't know mm -hmm. what that is, uh, we'll pay attention because that review will be out uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, keep your eyes out for it. And then and then it's going to be Galaxy Kart time. It's going to be Galaxy Kart time. What? 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 Tatum just got a G29, so so that means everybody's everybody's good now. Congrats, Tatum. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We love you all. Bye. Hey.